What's going on, Beaches? Welcome to the Daily Soul Podcast, episode 2605. It's Saturday, June the 24th. Welcome to Swole Slut Saturday. If you are new, make sure you're subscribed to the show, share it with your friends, and if you have not yet done so, take a moment and leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcast, anywhere you bang your ear holes. That helps tremendously with getting suggested to more people who need some knowledge cock in their life. So if you haven't yet left a five-star review, please do so. Thank you so much. And if you are ready to join the fam today, head on over to SwoleNormousX.com and check out everything that we have to offer. Full programs, full yoga studio, meditation center, thousands of recipes, elimination diet, everything you need to crush all seven of your pillars. Plus, you could download the seven pillars for free over there as well. SwoleNormousX.com. Join the fam today. Like I said, join us. The greatest fam in the realm. And last but not least, if you want to cover your nips, with the best apparel in the game, head on over to papaswolio.com and reminder that for the rest of this month, we do have some amazing specials for 4th of July merch. 4th of July is quickly coming upon us. Did I just say that? Coming upon us? That's what she said. <laughs> Use code USA at checkout for 20% off everything in the 4th of July collection. All that information is over there on the website, papaswolio.com. Check out the links in the show notes down below. Like I said, leave a review, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and check out all the live stream links. We are available for the live streams on YouTube and Rumble at The Daily Swole. Thanks for being here. On to the show. The following program is rated TVMANOC. It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. Today I'm going to show you how to use Mango Mango's pronouns. Mango has a strong sense of self and is confident in Mango self. Mango is proud of Mango self and all of the accomplishments Mango has achieved. Oh. You see this? This is a mango. Just fell off my mango tree. This is called real food. Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of death. What is fat activism? I, a fat person, am sharing my own lived experience. Pizza is a vegetable. Your fat phobia is your problem. It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it. Radical body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's only one man who can help me. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. This day we fight! Full <laughs> north. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the bacon is sizzling. Welcome to the Daily Swole. Testing, 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 test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testicles, testicles. Welcome everyone to episode 2605 of the Daily Mother Swole, the most muscular swole cast, beer cast, broadcast, gang cast, man cast, pimp cast, sleeves cast, and slay cast in the realm. Because when I flex, you flex, we all flex our biceps. What's going on, beaches, booshes, busters, hustlers, and yahoos? It's your boy, Papa Swoleo, back with another episode. Today's episode, the Beast Cast, is brought to you as powered. It's sponsored by Everson K2, flexing on all you beasts. Fucking Catalina. Yeah. It's the fucking Catalina wine mixer. It's the fucking Catalina 
online mixer. It is indeed. Welcome to the show. Come one, come all. Hit the thumbs up button. Thank you so much for fucking being here. We are fresh off our Fefcast yesterday. Uh, this is the greatest man cast in the realm that you can listen to. How many of you bang your ear holes when you're at the gym? There's no podcast better. There's no sleaze cast. There's no man cast that's going to satisfy your sick fucking gains than banging your ear holes with the daily swat. The fucking gym when you're making gains, Yow. squeeze it out Yow. two more, go to the fucking gym, get it done. And, um, we are sponsored by every, we are sponsored by all the gyms in the world. We sponsor all the gyms. We don't need sponsors. We sponsor you. We sponsor your sick fucking gains. Your sick fucking gains are sponsored by the Daily Swole. So hopefully you're making some gains today. Hopefully you are, I don't know, getting absolutely yoked like it ain't no joke. Yesterday, we had an amazing overtime segment that's available now for members, swolenormousx.com. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a tragedy, but we still had to rage on it. Brand new drive mall gaining available now. We launched it yesterday. Uh, it's called, it's titled, If You Go Two Miles Down... Uh, you're retarded. You went full retard, man. Yeah. And not only did we do that, we went through a ton. We went really long for overtime yesterday. Uh, that's what she said. But we went through a bunch of these memes that I had downloaded from TikTok um, that were fucking hilarious. So if you missed yesterday's overtime, it was extra special. So go check it out. Brand new drive mall gaining. If you go two miles down, you're retarded. Go and check it out. Now it's available for members, all the exclusive live streams and such available for members only. Go check it out. All right. That being said, let's get into what is that? Don't show us the thumbnails. No, no thumbnails. Don't show the sidebar. How do you get rid of the sidebar? Okay, there we go. All right, let's get into the tip. Let's get into some swole fan posts. I'm stoked for today's show. Uh, let's get after it. All right. Uh, drop in the comments down below. What are you smashing today? How are we doing? Loretta, Cerny, Jessica, come one, come all. Now let's bust the nut open. First, let's take a look at the church. Oh, my goodness. Oh. oh no! Oh, the cutes. Oh, let's try to zoom in. Oh, the cutes. Look at her. Look how cute she is. Look how cute you are. You're so cute. Look at you. Look at you. Show everyone how how cute you look. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Give her your sketches. The cuteness. We got to get a little church before we get started. Oh, my goodness. Little ear scratchies. That's a good girl. And, of course, the Tainty Man. She's probably going to go lick herself. No, she's going back to sleep. All right, let's get this nut busted open, and let's summon the Falcons. Have a great show. Nice car. 
That's a nice card. Hashtag swole slut. I would just do triple S. Jessica says, <laughs> Jessica says she's so calm for a chihuahua. Uh, don't let, don't let her fucking fool you. Yeah. She's calm now. She's calm because she's on her church perch. When she's not on her church perch, she's a fucking psychopath. Don't get it twisted. I got to get a video for you guys. She is, uh, it's a scam. It's a scam. It's a scam. It's a scam. She's just, she's pretending. She's pretending to be all nice. She's not. She's a psychopath. All right, let's get into that tip. Everyone, moisturize, spit on it. Remember, hashtag swole slut for a chance to win today's swole card. Here we go. Moisturize. Babe, just an inch, just an inch. It's cold outside. Yeah, as long as you don't bring her around any kind of feces and she won't roll in it. She's super hyper. She's calm sometimes. She's a snuggler, but she's fucking hyper. That shit. <laughs> Rufus is completely obscured by the pile of clothes on the floor. I got to fix the closet. All right, let's get into the uh, first Swole Fan post. We got a couple Swole Fan posts. We got some email um, response to go over. This one's from Amperegreen and... And Peter Green writes, hey, my name is Amethyst. I'm from the Southern Appalachian Mountains in East Tennessee. I'm 36 years old and have always been interested in nutrition and fitness. However, I've come to the realization that time and time again, I fall off the wagon or fall short because I lack community uh, community support. Tongue tied there. Or I fall short because I lack community. Re- uh, Jesus Christ. Fuck it. Hold on. Hold on a second. Matt All right. Damon. Ah. It's one of those days. Or I fall short because I lack community support for my journey. I'm five foot eight, and at my heaviest, I've weighed 235 pounds, and at my lowest weight, I've been 165. Over the past seven years, I've teetered between 215 and 195. I've allowed excuses like sore knees, traveling for work, and stress to fall off the wagon and get lazy, and stuff my face with bullshit. That's fucking bullshit. I'm quite the introvert and usually prefer to do many things alone, and I've always said, I can do this on my own, but it's quite clear that my approach is just not working. Ha! Tired of getting lost down endless fitness and diet culture or diet cult rabbit holes. I'm ready to keep it simple and stay consistent. Just finished my first day of primer week and started my elimination diet. Excited to give this a go. Well, you're part of the swole cult now. So from one cult to another, the swole cult is the greatest cult in the realm. Let's fucking go. Come on. Welcome to the fucking show. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the fucking show. We're about to blast your nips off. Welcome to the show. Uh, Super self-aware, though. This is a great message. Everyone can learn something from this. You have to be honest with yourself. She said, I can always, I can do this on my own, but it's quite clear my approach isn't working. Look, if you're doing something and it's not working, guess what? You got to change it. The question usually is, what do I change it to? But you need to change it. The classic trope, right? If you do the same thing over and over again, expect different results. That's a definition of insanity or it's a definition of, an, of stupidity. If you're just, if you're trying to get something different, if you're not building strength, if you're not building muscle, if you're not losing fat, if you're not improving your sleep, if you're not getting, going in the direction that you want, then guess what? What you're doing isn't working objectively. Maybe you feel like you're trying hard. Okay. You might be attempting really hard, but again, if you think about it, Just because you're trying hard doesn't mean that you're going to get results. 
So people get their egos in the way. Well, I'm trying so hard. And they blame the world rather than realize, okay, you're trying hard, but you're doing the wrong shit. If you're trying to go to California, let's say you start in Oklahoma and you're trying really hard to travel to California. You're trying really hard, but you're going east. It's not going to work too well for you. Eventually, if you go east enough, you'll get to California, but you'll have to get on Joe Biden's like transatlantic railway or whatever the fuck he's talking Come about. Come on, man. If you know, you know. He doesn't even know, so no one knows, pretty much. So in other words, it doesn't matter if you're trying really hard and you're walking and you're dragging all your stuff and you're going east. I, you're, you're supposed to be going west. So just because you're attempting and you're working hard doesn't mean you're going in the right direction. Okay. Good comment. Good post. Oh, geez, this is fucking sick. Joker the Fool, 195 pounds in February, and now I'm 172 in June. I take it that's your goal, which is pretty fucking awesome, dude. You're looking much leaner. Holy shit. You're looking shredsy. So, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. Joker, you didn't look, you didn't look bad. You looked thick. You looked thick. You looked strong. You definitely leaned out a lot. I'm curious, actually, what your goal is specifically what are you trying to accomplish but this is definitely if your goal was to shred up you definitely did that just make sure you're not sacrificing too much muscle but that's a great foundation to start bulking and do so slowly remember you don't need to be in a crazy surplus to put on muscle but now you can slowly you know keep that body fat percentage and slowly stack muscle over time but the beard's looking good you look great if your goal was to lose extra body fat you certainly did that you leaned out you thinned out now you can keep on packing on some muscle and strength and maintain that body composition. Fantastic. I'll just be honest. You don't look bad on the left. You just look thick like you were packing on some size. It's good for you. Good for you. Either way, whatever you're happy with. But that's one of the rare before and afters where you look good before. You look good in the 195. You're just much more leaner now. Get, get, some, get, get some sun, bro. Get some sun. You look like you need a tan. You need to get some vitamin D, right? No. Props to props to Joker. Looking good, dude. Looking good. All right. And we have probably the greatest post ever um, in the Facebook group. That's probably the greatest post that anyone's ever submitted because it's a swole card. Um, <laughs> any swole card posts are awesome. This is from Julian. Got this bad boy in the mail. Here's a swole bicep in bonus. And of course, we have the get swole. Very nice. All right. Round of applause. Thank you for the swole fan post. Happy swole Sunday, Saturday. Everyone. All right. Now we just sent out an email yesterday. We have another one going out today. If you're not getting the emails, well, you're not on the email list. So shame on you, Greta. Sick how dare you? Yeah. Uh, how dare you get on the email list? If your inbox is some flappy meat curtains, if you're all stretched out, you know, uh, it's time to feel like a, a, a born again virgin. All right. I will make you feel tight again. I will make your email swole again. Now you might get, you might be just getting just you're just loosened up. You've gotten too much spam and promotions and you're just all stretched out. I will stretch out your inbox. I will fill it up with something really nice. I promise. Go to make and sign up for the email list. Today's response uh, is from the why I don't follow a seven day training cycle because I don't. Um, I haven't for quite a while and even more so now. And we could talk more about that if you have any questions. But this is from Amelia, a response. And she says, Dear Papa Swolio, thank you so much for this email and the lesson you are teaching. You've been talking about recovery in the live streams a lot lately. And this email really fills in some of the unanswered questions that I've had. 
Just when I thought you've taught me everything, you prove me wrong. See what I see what I'm telling you about the knowledge cock? Just when you think you've gotten it all, there's another inch. It's it's unreal. I I <laughs> I followed your advice about having recovery days when needed, and it's been incredible doing lots of yoga and mobility exercises. I've really seen a massive increase in my strength and endurance, and I can't believe it. I think it's about 40% better in just two weeks. Even my sex drive has blown up. <laughs> my poor husband can't catch a break, but he's not complaining. TMI? I think not. Anyway, thanks for the knowledge, Cox. Sincerely, Amelia. Hey, oh. Not even close to too much information. That's what we crave in the Swole Fam. There's never enough information. N-E-I. There's never enough. Give me. Give me all that info. I want it. I want that info. Every inch matters. Every inch matters. So if you want your inbox absolutely blown apart, sign up. Make email swollegan.com. Don't miss out on the next email. It's going to be even deeper probably. Um, sorry if it hurts. Not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Alrighty then. Let's see what we got here. We got a couple questions. Let's get into some knowledge cock. We got some questions we can go over from Instagram. If you do want to call into the show and leave a message, uh, we're probably going to take some more tomorrow. So you can stack those up. If you want to call into the show, go to askpapaswolio.com. Tomorrow is the Red, White, and Soul Sunday Funded Q&A. So we're just taking all questions tomorrow. So we will save them for tomorrow. Anything that we have, we'll stack them up. Uh, first... First uh, question. I think we have a few. Yeah. Okay. So we'll take this one from IG. Sad Steven can't skate. Very tragic. Papa Soy, how many, how much hours should I be working out per day? Um, that's not the right question. The question is, what are you trying to achieve and are you doing what's required? So the time is relative to what has gotten accomplished. So it's going to take what it's going to take. If you're doing what needs to get done, then you could determine how long it takes. So it doesn't like working out. In other words, when it comes to fitness, when it comes, especially to building muscle, building muscle and strength, it's not about the time. More is not better. Okay. If more was better, you'd work out for 10 hours a day and just get infinitely big. So we'd all just be in the gym. If, if it was more being better, I would just be lifting nonstop all day long and you just get bigger in, um, you know, relatively speaking, the more you did, the better, the bigger you'd get. But we know that that's not the case. You have to create the proper stimulus. So usually in terms of muscle building and building strength, it's actually train hard, train brief, and then go recover so you could do it again and adapt. Okay, um, let's see. Grizzly, how'd you come up with DWG? When I first started filming, DWG actually started before the Daily Swole. So I wanted to film YouTube videos and it was just pretty much answering questions or doing topics. And I was driving to train clients so I figured why not maximize my time? Cause some of the clients were like 20 minutes away, half an hour away. So instead of wasting my time driving, I actually used it. So I maximized my time. So everything was about efficiency. So if I'm driving 20 minutes to a client, I would put up the phone in the car. And while I was driving, I would just talk. And that's how it started driving while gaining. And of course I was gaining and I was driving. So it was pretty much just, it was pretty much just obvious. Slap Dickapus. I like this guy. Slap Dickapus. How do I motivate myself to get up? Matt Damon. Next one. Efrain Moreno. 
525. Papa Swolio, after having a 12-hour shift lifting tires all day, what keep you going? So I'm I, obviously you're you're talking about yourself after having uh, what keeps you going. In other words, are you asking how do you work out after a 12-hour shift? Lift first, train first. So remember, fam, at the end of your day, you should be going to sleep. So if you have a physical job and you need to train, objectively, you need to train. Did you lift? Did you train? Did you do what you needed to do? You did or you didn't. I'll say it again. This needs to be beaten into people's heads. Did you do what you needed to do? That's a yes or a no. It's not, well, kind of, a little bit. Did you train? Yes. Did you train? No. It doesn't matter if you had a 12-hour shift, a 14-hour shift, a 5-hour shift, you had a day off. Did you do what you need to do or did you not? Lifting tires is not going to get you jacked. If anything, it's going to get you hurt because you're just doing repetitive movement over and over again, bending the same way, twisting the same way. If you're doing stuff like you're loading or you're turning, just switch sides if you can, right? A lot of people will take tires off, and I, I get it. You're doing a lot of re repetitious labor. You're getting exhausted, but that's not going to build muscle. That's not going to build mobility. That's not going to... That, that's not beneficial. It's better than maybe sitting down, but at the same time, repetitive movements can lead to injury. So if you're just stacking, boom, and just throwing tires, for example, throwing tires to the left, turn around and throw them to the right. Don't just do the same movement, right? At least get both sides, stuff like that, little things. But train first. Okay, let's see here. Uh, in spite of everything, in spite of everything, because that's a Q, that's not a G, right? In spite of everything, we'll just say it. What would you say to my 14-year-old son who is training hard and wants to look like you? I'm sorry. I didn't fuck Papa Swole. I'm sorry. He's not your daddy. I'm sorry. He's not your daddy. Okay. All right. I'm just trolling. So first off, super cool that you are encouraging. Obviously, you're supportive. I mean, talk about a cool dynamic here, right? You're sub you're submitting a question on Instagram to me because your 14 year old son is training hard. Wants to that's fucking cool. And I'm not saying it just because he wants to look like me, but you're supportive of him. You're asking me a question because you're supporting supportive of him making gains. That's awesome. So first off, good for you. That's a mom of the year award right there. So definitely the support is great. Um, it's also you need to be you need to approach this with a humbling manner because he's never going to look like me. He's going to look like him with more muscle, depending on how much effort everyone's genetics are different. Obviously the way his body looks is going to be different than me. And, you know, especially young boys today on social media, it's just, you've heard the, the phrase comparison is the thief of joy. It's the brain automatically does that. The brain automatically compares. Every time you see someone, you see some, well, a car that someone drives clothes that they wear their height their hair, their beard, you know, everyone's always constantly comparing. They see someone else that has something that they wish they had or that they notice. People will say like, oh, I love your hair or this. Everyone's always noticing what you have that they don't have or they're comparing, even if they're not saying it out loud. So for one, the first time I ever lifted was 13, 14. Like the first time I ever lifted, I wasn't lifting consistently. I wasn't lifting properly. The first time I ever lifted weights. So he's right at the beginning of where I started. Needs to learn properly, proper nutrition, I would even have him look through the seven pillars. It's free over there at swimormousx.com. There's a link directly to the page uh, in the show notes. 
that's a great mindset. The really the philosophy and the philosophy, dare I say it, is the most important thing because if you come into the fitness game with the right paradigm, you're not going to get swept away by the bullshit fitness influencer culture, taking SARMs and fucking roids and shit like that when you're way too young. So it's nutrition, training fucking hard, but recovery. And you have to do it, do it properly. And when you're 14, you have to learn how to do it properly. Because if you start doing things wrong when you're that young, it, it, it takes a lot more to go back and undo um, the downside. So what most 14-year-olds, if he wants to get ahead of what most 14-year-olds don't do, one, learn how to lift properly. Two, prioritize sleep. I know that's one of the things that most 14-year-olds and kids do not do is sleep well. That's probably the most important thing for hormones, for health, for recovery and eating well. So as his mom, you're the one that's doing the shopping and the cooking. Um, most 14 year olds aren't, don't have a job and aren't cooking and doing that stuff themselves. I would teach him how to cook his own food. I would teach him how to prepare the proteins, the steak, the beef and things that he needs because as he gets older and when he moves out or does stuff, he's going to have to know how to cook. If he doesn't, he's not right. That's so important. So it's cool if you prepare things for him and have a meal prep, but he, you should teach him how to cook the foods that he needs to eat. So proper nutrition, I would look into all the stuff that we talk about with grass-fed beef and pastured eggs and the highest quality possible so he's fueling his body with nutrient-dense foods and not consuming a lot of processed garbage. So that, I know that's a lot. That's a general question, um, but I think there was a lot there for you to, uh, for you to take action on. All right. Um, let's see. Freddie. Papa Solio, what other tips can you give to help sleep in hot weather? I am looking into air conditioning units, but money is the main issue there. What other tips can you give to help sleeping in hot weather? Well, fans, dark room, air circulation can be very beneficial. If money's the main issue, then I'm not really going to mention any of those mattress toppers, you know, those cooling mattress toppers, because those cost money, of course. Sauna is really good to cool off your body temperature before bed. I know it seems counterintuitive, but you're, you give off your body temperature. You could take a cold shower before bed and see which one works better. If you're already hot, maybe a sauna, or you probably don't have a sauna, or if you have access to a sauna, but maybe a cold shower might be beneficial for you. You have to kind of find what works for you. Uh, yeah, a couple of people are mentioning cotton sheets. They breathe better. So that'll be better than polyester and those kinds of synthetics. Dehumidifier could be beneficial. I mean, the only real way to get cooler is to cool off your body by doing what I mentioned or getting the room and getting the place cooler. So yeah, do the best that you can with that. And if you're just doing one room, you know, you can get some air conditioning. If you're just looking for like a, for a, an air conditioner, you can find one for a hundred, 200 bucks, you know, that has like the exhaust and the window and they're really good. They can work really good. We have one or two that we've used for emergencies. We had from the apartment cause we had the air conditioning break at one time. So we quickly went and like bought like a small unit and we had to, you know, hook that up. But you can find a lot of those on Facebook marketplace or offer up and stuff like that. Just some thoughts. I mean, it's like either you get yourself cool or you don't. Hard to say. 
SH says a, a swamp cooler, a cup of ice and a fan. It works, I guess. Yeah, window fan. A window fan. All right. Let's see here. Uh, M. Ramirez. Point two. Pompasolio, what is the little bat for? To stretch, to warm up the muscles? That's uh, for mobility. So steel club, Indian club, mace. It's great for joint integrity, mobility. To warm up, it's great for strength. It's great for endurance. It's great for moving meditation. It's good for cardio. It's excellent. Elga Nitoar, Papasolio, mejor ejercicio de tricep. So what's the best exercise for triceps? There is no best exercise for anything. There are the exercises that will work the best for what you need. Certain people might benefit from certain movements. Some of my favorite movements or the ones that I would do, like if I'm doing triceps here, are the ones that I would do primarily. Dips are great. Uh, tricep pushdowns, fantastic. Also, doing either dumbbell or skull crushers, tricep extensions on a decline bench is great because it clears your forehead. It's a great angle. It's a great stretch. And JM presses, which you could do with a barbell or a Smith machine. So those are some standard awesome ones. There's also katana extensions overhead if you're pulling from a crossover machine or one of those functional trainers where the cables aren't too far away. There are a lot of good exercises for triceps, but the basics, the, the tricep pushdowns or dips, those are standard. Those are standard. As, as Tom Platts always said, those are, that's the squat for the arms is the tricep pushdown. Like the basics, right? The basics, the best exercises for you. The, the bottom line is you want to make sure you're hitting the different heads of the triceps. So you want to make sure you're hitting the short head, uh, the medium head, and you're hitting the long head. For biceps, you want to make sure that you are hitting the different lengths. So you could do a hammer curl, eh, you know, hammers, give or take. Um, but you want to hit like a standing barbell curl. I think that's standard barbell curl. Fantastic. A preacher curl or a concentration curl. I love preachers. I have a preacher machine, which I really love. And um, incline curls are great because you get the biceps from the lengthened position. So there's a lot of different options, but you have to understand a lot of these muscles don't do a lot of different things. So it's about putting the muscle in a different position. So the stress that you're placing on it with an exercise will stimulate the muscle fibers and create an adaptation over time. All right. Well, let's see. Do we have any other? We might have a couple more questions. Let me close out this window because we have some more. Uh, let's see. All right. We got a couple more questions that just got added. So if you have more questions live, drop it. Hashtag ask Papa Solio. We get a couple, we'll get a couple more and then we'll move on to some balls deep. This one's from our, our pit, our pit Pandy 2712. Papa, what is best weightlifting? What is best weightlift? Oh, what is the best weightlifting or bodyweight exercises? Same answer to my last question. There's no, there's no best. If you don't have access to weights, then your best option is body weight. Body weight's great, but if you want to put on as much muscle as possible, weightlifting. You can do there, there's benefits to both, but you know, there is there is no best. Again, there's no best to anything. It's for example, if you need to if you need to screw something in and it's a Phillips head, can you screw in a Phillips head 
with a flathead screwdriver. Like you might strip the the screw or whatever, but like, can you do it? Like maybe if it's a right, if it's small enough, it can stick in there and right. So it's not so much what's best. Like, does that work? Yeah, but it'd be better if you had a Phillips head. So do you have the right tool for the job? What are you trying to achieve? And then doing the thing that's best to achieve that. If you're trying to put on muscle, then you want to lift weights. You could do all the pull-ups and push-ups and things you want, but you're going to, you're going to plateau out pretty quick. You could put on muscle, don't get me wrong, but you're not going to put on tons and tons of, of mass. You just won't because the overload is not enough. Um, Ristina Durivage, Papa Solio, any help to keep from getting shin splints? Got good shoes already, but anything stretches or help getting after them? Yeah, I mean, good shoes. Most shoes are garbage. So just saying this, um, especially if they're Nikes or Reeboks or anything with a big heel, that's not helping you. That's actually compounding the issues. So shin splints are usually, it's posterior tibialis tendonitis. It's usually an imbalance uh, of strength. And usually it's because of very tight calves and weak anterior tibialis muscles. So doing toe raises, toe lifts, leaning back against the wall and lifting your toes up repeatedly, or you can get a tib blaster. So strengthening the front of your shin, those muscles, and also, um, you know, stretching and lengthening the, the calves. So proper form, proper strength, even inversion, eversion, strengthening all aspects of your ankle. Yoga is fantastic, but tib raises and get out of those high heeled shoes. If you're getting sneakers, I would look for neutral shoes with a zero drop. Get out of sneakers that have high heels. They fuck up the foot. Most f- shoes are just foot coffins. They compress the toes and they elevate the heel. And they're awful. Megan Simmons, Papa Swolio. I train six days a week and have been for a few years. I'm starting to get burnt out of my current program, but I'm seeing results. Should I stick with it or change it up? Uh, how are you gauging results? You're welcome, Christina. Thank you. Um, I would check out in terms of shoes, uh, hold on there, Megan. Um, in terms of shoes, I would look out uh, the best, uh, the best shoes that are just a general transition are probably zero shoes. X E R O. I mean, I personally also like Vibrams and I like Vivo barefoot, but in terms of price range and what more closely mimics what people are used to when it comes to shoes, zero shoes are pretty good. So it's a good transition for most people. Because most people aren't going to go like, oh, let me just wear the Vibrams. And they're like, oh, the toe shoes look weird. Okay. Teach their own. But barefoot shoes are great. If you're going to wear shoes, but definitely make sure you go out and touch grass too. But ease into those gradually because you can definitely hurt yourself because your feet are not strong yet. Okay. Um, back to Megan and her, she's being burnt out six days a week. What do you do six days a week? So training six days a week, what does that mean? Because you could train seven days a week, but you shouldn't be doing anything intensely, even close to that much. Um, If you're getting burnt out, it's probably because of your programming. Let's see. Uh, Megan says, strength is going up and I look more lean, but I'm starting to get burnt out of the splits. Well, you need more recovery. You're going to improve in strength. I don't know what your training is like. How long are you training? What are you doing? Mostly free weights. Are you, are you lifting free weights? Are you lifting six days a week? If so, you're not training intense enough and you're not recovering enough, which is why you're getting burnt out. I don't lift six days a week. So yesterday, my back workout was three sets. 
I know people are going to be like, the fuck? I did three exercises. Well, I did Jefferson curls, so I guess that's technically enough. But I did three sets. I did three back exercises. I did high row. I did hammer strength, iso row, and T-bar row. That was it. Three sets. Three exercises, but just three sets. Three failure sets. And I won't train back again probably for a week to nine days. So that context is strength going up is good. That's a good sign. So you're tracking your workouts, how many sets and how many reps you're doing. Um, Looking more lean, that's subjective, but it's also a good sign potentially. But if you're getting psychologically burnt out, that's the first, that's the biggest problem. So this is literally to a T what we've been talking about a lot lately when it comes to recovery. And that's what Amelia was responding to in the email. So Megan, are you in the email list? If you're not, go to makeemailswolegain.com and let's get Megan's, let's bang Megan's uh, inbox. Megan's inbox is, it's not satisfied. So let's get on that email list because you missed out on one recently that was uh, talking about why I don't follow a seven day training cycle. So you just signed up. Good. Thank you. And um, thank you. And you're welcome. Enjoy. So in terms of the seven day cycle, it's very arbitrary when people it's Monday. So I'm just going to train. I'm sure you probably do the same thing. Monday is upper body day or lower body or chest day or leg day, whatever your Monday is. So Monday comes again and then you train that body part again and you're probably exhausted. You're 60% recovered or 50% recovered. But here's the thing. Megan, you train, what's your split? What do you train on different days? This is a great case study. You train different body parts on different days. I'm assuming. So let's, let's do this. If you're training, you might be, let's say you're training chest on Monday, legs on Tuesday, back on Wednesday, whatever it is, you're training different body parts. So in your head, you're thinking, well, I'm training my chest and now I'm training my legs. So my chest was sore and I worked that, but now I'm training my legs. Well, guess what? You have one heart. You have the same two lungs. You have stomach. You got your kidneys, got your liver, got your brain, got your nervous system. In other words, you're training different body parts, but the recovery systems, the systems that stimulate the muscles, the systems that control your strength and motor unit recruitment, all the same. You're training the same nervous system that's stimulating your muscle activation. You're training the same systems that are aiding in oxygen debt and recovery and repair. So just because you went from your chest to your legs, you're the same system, the same organs and the same processes are still fatigued from your previous workout. They're still trying to recover the chest, the same ones. So you think you're recovery, but you're not. Your body parts, your physical muscles, they recover pretty fast. But your nervous system is what doesn't repair as quickly. And for me, the biggest thing is to avoid that kind of psychological burnout. Because if I, you know, it's exhausting. You're just like, oh, you're dragging ass. Well, you can't produce strength. You're not going to be able to produce force. You're not going to be able to train intensely if you're psychologically and mentally wiped out. That's the most important thing. Your body needs more repair than you think it does, especially if you're training intensely. So uh, Megan says, yes, typically chest and tri, quads and calves, back and buys, hammies and calves, shoulders and chest, and arms. 
Yeah, wow. That's a... Wait. Wait a second. You did... I'm confused. So you're doing chest and try back and by, and you're also doing arms? Shoulders and chest? So first things first, the your training split can improve tremendously. You don't need to do arms if you're doing chest and try. Either get rid of the try and the buy on the chest and back and put buys and tries on a separate day. I know they're all different days, but why are you doing chest and try back and by? And then at the end of all that, you're doing arms. So understand also that everyone's going to have their different weaker points. So if you have certain weak points in certain areas that you really need to work on primarily, I would train a body part that like, Hey, I really need to bring up my shoulders or my arms. Okay. Train that on a separate day, but you need to have ample recovery. So I don't know what your weak points are or what you're trying to focus on because you're not getting any recovery here. Straight up. Chest and try, quads and calves, back and buys, hammy and cash. So that's six days. So when are you recovering? So let me ask you this. This is in a seven day cycle. When do you, when you say, so you, do you take Sunday as a day off and then repeat on Monday? Megan would love the maximum soul program that's about to launch. Megan's a prime candidate for maximum soul. This is literally, this is literally what we've been talking about. So Megan says, yes. So you're doing all this through Saturday. And then you're doing again on Monday. So let me just make this clear. How much, how many sets are you doing? So in other words, you're not training intensely enough because if you were, you wouldn't even be able to make it this far. I don't know how many sets you're normally doing, how long you're working out for, but you're going through Saturday. And then all of a sudden on Monday, you're not recovered. You're not recovered. You're beating a dead horse. How long have you been working out? You said you're increasing in strength. But again, it doesn't mean that you can't increase in strength, but this is classically why people will train like this and then do a deload week or they'll take two weeks off from training. Right? So a lot of people will do this and then burn out, do a deload or take a couple weeks off. But if you're recovering properly, so Megan, you're much better off. One, you don't need an arm day if you're doing chest and try back and by and a shoulders and chest. So you're doing, wait, hold on a second. I, I, I'm getting, all right, hold on a second. So wait, you're doing chest and try. All right. You're doing chest and try you, and then shoulders and chest and then arms. Your poor fucking arms. For one thing, you don't, I, I think, honestly, I think Megan would benefit tremendously from doing a much simpler program for a little bit because one, Megan, it will allow you to recover psychologically and then you could always expand your split later. But for example, doing, let's say, chest and try like a push, back and by, making that like a pull, throwing in a posterior deltoid movement and on let's say chest and try doing like one set of shoulder press and lateral raise, getting rid of the shoulder day, getting rid of the arm day and even getting rid, doing like a push pull legs, for example, and doing that over the course of seven to nine days. If you want to keep chest and try back and by, get rid of the arm day, get rid of the, sh like get rid of the shoulders and chest 
even if you want to keep quads and hamstrings separate, the whole idea is you, you want to get off the seven day cycle because there's nothing about what you're doing now that allows you to be recovered for Monday. So can you do like right now I'm doing a right now I'm doing for this week. Sometimes I switch from week to week. I'll do a five day split and sometimes I'll do a four day split. So I'm kind of always, it depends on what I feel like doing. Like, Oh, I feel like doing, if I feel like doing chest and back, I'll do chest and back. But a lot of times I just want to focus on chest. If I want to feel like doing tries too, maybe I will. So I'll kind of fluctuate between a four and a five day split, but I don't do that in a seven day cycle. I do that over the course of nine to 12 days, maybe even 14. It sounds like, oh my God, you're not training the same body part for seven days or nine days. Yeah, but I'm training them intensely. I'm training them for overload. I'm training for that kind of progressive overload that's going to allow me to continuously build strength and muscle. But the most important thing is that for Megan, like, I don't know what the volume you're doing. I don't know what you're doing in terms of the volume, but if you are in the gym and then we can move on and Megan, hopefully you can be here for tomorrow's episode too. Uh, Megan said, I paid for the program before I found the swole and figured I'd give it a month, but I'm canceling. Oh, the program that you're doing because I'm launching. We announced it a week or a couple weeks ago. Maximum Swole, which is a program, which is exactly what I'm telling you right now. It's specifically with high intensity, maximizing recovery. And it's a mind fuck. It's a mind fuck because with fitness, with exercise, there's this, and this is really important. So everyone plug in those fucking ear holes. There's this misconception with fitness that it matches other things where more is better, right? We like more money or we want more food. More isn't better when it comes to exercise. So what's the goal that you're trying to achieve, Megan? You're trying to achieve build muscle and strength. Okay. So what you want to do is you want to when you're in the gym, you're not you're not growing. You're growing and you're getting stronger and you're building when you are not in the gym. So in reality, the more you're in the gym, the less you're growing. Take a moment and think about that. The more you're in the gym, the less you're growing because the less you're recovering. You're not recovering in the gym. You're providing stress. So the goal of your training is to create the stimulus that your body will respond to when it's recovering. What you're doing is you are creating stress, Megan, but then you're beating a dead horse. You are, you knocked someone out and you keep on punching them on the ground. You've already achieved the stress or maybe you haven't because you're doing sub max and sub failure sets because you're doing so much more volume. You're just doing a lot of junk volume. That's what we talk about when you say junk volume. You're doing a lot of sets. You're creating a lot of stress and trauma, but you're not actually hitting that stimulus threshold that's going to get you to that next level. So you said you're gaining in strength. A lot of times when you do a new program, so Megan, I was asking how long have you been training for, but you just started this program and you figured you'd give it a month. So I would say the reason why you are making progress is because whatever you're doing 
is a novel stress, whether it's the volume, the frequency, whatever it is, whoa, you're getting stressed. But already within this month of you doing the six days a week, you're already burning out. So you see how that's not going to work. If you're on a proper program, you don't burn out. You don't need to deload because you're recovering on a constant basis. There's no need to take, you shouldn't be psychologically burning out in a short period of time with your training. You are because you're not recovering. You're gaining a little strength temporarily because your body is trying so hard to adapt. But if you psychologically burn out, then guess what? You're going to lose that progress. You're not going to be training. You're not going to have the strength. You're overtraining. You're under recovery. Under recovering. So you've been training for almost three years. So you're still kind of in that like newbie gains um, period. Well, that's good. You've been training for almost three years. Good. Good to hear it. So that's what I mean. You're this new program, a new program, a novel stimuli is going to spark some adaptations, but already the reason why you're here and you're asking this question is because you're not recovering enough. You're feeling that psychological burnout and that's no good. Your central nervous system, your central nervous system is what is controlling your strength is what's controlling your force production is what's controlling your recovery. If you're psychologically burned out, it's not going to work for you. So you have to have a program that has a foundation of recovery that is creating the stimuli, but allowing you the ample recovery to adapt to that stimuli. So you want to train intensely and briefly, and there's nothing wrong with a four day split or a five day split. You can do this kind of training protocol on a three day split and take it over seven to nine days. Personally, I don't like doing that many body parts. I like focusing on one thing. I like focusing on chest, like upper body push or back upper body pull. I like focusing on different things. Sometimes I don't mind doing, you know, three chest sets and then I'll do like one or two triceps, but I fluctuate. Those little changes from like cycle to cycle, that's not going to sacrifice results. If anything, I like that. Because I'll do maybe one week, I'll do upper body push. I'll do chest, but I'll have some biceps with it. So I'll do three or four chest sets, maybe one or two biceps. Okay. So then I don't have a separate arm day, bicep, tricep day on that cycle because I just felt like it there. So, okay, for this cycle, I'm not going to do that. The next cycle, I might have a chest day by itself or a chest and back day or a back day by itself. And then I'll do buys and tries on a separate day. And that'll be a more expanded cycle, but I might take that over nine or 12 days. So... The issue is people saying, well, that doesn't sound like enough. You're taking so much time off as a natty lifter. Shouldn't you be training the same body part every 48 hours? You're not recovering enough. If you're training intensely enough, you need that recovery. A lot of people don't understand that that is plenty of time and maybe sometimes not even enough time for recovery because most people don't train hard enough. Most people don't train intensely enough. Remember, you're trying to reach that, that stimulus threshold. So for example, if Megan is here, right? I'm trying, I'm trying to get the, right? Think of a graph and she's doing a lot of sets. So maybe she's like here, right? She's doing a lot of volume and she's burning out, but it's a lot of junk volume. Maybe and she's doing a lot of sets, right? And it's a lot of volume on a, on a graph like this. But what if she did? got that peak and then, you know, ended her workout and then went back to recover shorter time period, less volume, but you hit that stimulus. 
you went harder, you went to failure, you did your all out sets and you're going to create growth. You should be growing on a regular basis and improving in strength on a regular basis. The whole goal is to create the stimuli, subject your body to that kind of stress that's going to stimulate the need for it to adapt. If it's more than last time. So last time, if I did, I don't, I don't have my, my log in here. I think I can remember. So I did, I have a high row machine, which I love. So I look at it and today was back day. And then last time I did back was seven or eight days ago or nine days ago, whatever. So I looked at the chart and I did, what was it? Um, 80 pounds on each side. And it was like seven or eight reps. I I'm, don't, I'm, the numbers are probably not accurate. It's something like that. All right. So that was like on this machine with this movement, it was like a 40, it was like a 45 and like a 35. Okay. So this time, I forget if I did a 10, it was like 80 for seven to eight reps. So this time I put on 90 and I did seven to eight or nine reps. So objectively, last time I did 80 for seven to eight, and this time I did 90 for seven to eight. That's an improvement in strength. So that's my gauge. And, or maybe I got nine and I'll do like a couple partials and you know, really try to maximize. So that's objective proof that I improved in strength. That's objective proof that I recovered sufficiently. If that number plateaus, if I'm, if, if that plateaus, if I'm not seeing progress, there's a problem. I am not recovering enough. I am trained or maybe doing too much volume or both. I'm doing too much volume. Then I need longer recovery and then it doesn't necessarily make it more effective. So the whole idea is if I did one set and I created more of a stimuli, that was more than last time. So if I did 80 for seven to eight, and now I did 90 for eight, that's objectively more stimulus. That's more overload. That's above that threshold that I created previously and that's all I need to do. And then I can get to recovery. The other exercise that I did was uh, the hammer strength ISO row. So previously it was, I had two plates and like a 25 or whatever. This time I did three plates for the same amount of reps. Huge improvement. I did, I, I warmed up and I did that one all out set. That's it for that exercise. Increase. Then I did T-bar row and I did more like 10 pounds more than I did the previous time. Another increase. Because I recovered, because I created the stimulus last workout and I repaired completely and my body super compensated in order to handle that stress the next time. So I increased in my strength output, marked it down. So now I will repair until the next session and I will likely see another increase. I'll likely be able to do the same weight for more reps or putting on another five or 10 pounds and do the same number of reps. So next time, if I do 90 pounds, if I did eight last time, I should be able to do nine or 10 or do 95 pounds or hundred pounds for eight reps. I'm building strength, building muscle because I'm allowing myself recovery. So the whole goal is to create the threshold response, a novel stimuli. And how do you create novel stimuli when it comes to building muscle? It's not the volume. It's not the volume. not the volume. It's the, it's the resistance. 
it's pushing to failure. It's doing more weight. It's adding more weight. Now people say, well, how do you add weight every fucking time? You can't if you're not recovering 100%. You can't if you're not recovering 100%. And most people don't recover 100%. They recover 50% or 60%. So guess what? Then they do the same weight next time. Or they increase very slightly or they plateau. A lot of people are plateauing because they're not training hard enough and then they're not recovering enough. So they're being a dead horse and they're only repairing a fraction of a percent, a fraction of the, the total. We talked, a, I know I went off on a lot. Hopefully you guys got some value from whatever I was saying. I know I rambled a little bit, but very passionate about recovery. Carson, Papa Soy, in the theme of the last 10 minutes, do you think different splits benefit different levels though? Could people two times a week be appropriate at a certain point in someone's journey? Yeah, that's what's going to depend. That's what's going to depend on the person, how many times you have available to work out. And this is why you have to try things. This is why you have to test things. So for example, in Maximum Swole, the new program, there are different splits. There are two or three session split styles. You have to customize how long you rest between and how much time you take. It's not on a seven-day cycle. It's not a session cycle. So you might do a a two-day split, a two-session split, or a three-session split, and you might rest two days between each session or three days or four days. That's where you're going to determine. So there are some four or five session splits, but that five, again, it's not based on seven days. It's not like you do all five of these sessions and then you repeat on Monday. That's not how it works. You might do these five sessions over the course of 12 days or 10 days or 14 days. So it really depends on your ability to produce that kind of intensity and the more advanced you are with training, the more intensity that you can provide your muscles for a given exercise. If you're newer to training, it's much harder for people psychologically and just with experience to push that close to failure. Failure is very hard to push to, and it's very psychological, which is why you need that ample recovery because your central nervous system gets very fatigued. So if you are not trained or you don't have that ability to push through to absolute failure, you might need another set. You don't actually need another set, but you might if you're not actually pushing as hard um, as someone who's more advanced. So remember, as you get more advanced, as you build that capacity for right now, I have a lot more muscle than the average person, but I have the same nervous system. I still have a brain. I still have a liver, a stomach, kidneys, spleen. Like those organs are still the same organs. So I'm taxing my body a lot more with the muscle mass. Like when I'm training, it's a lot more overload than when I first started. It's a lot more stress than when I first started. I can provide a lot more intensity, but you have to get to recovery. Just people have to get off this fucking week thing. Like, oh, I do this three days a week or four days a week. Why is it a week? Why is it on seven days? Your body doesn't automatically recover because it's a Monday. So again, if you're not making consistent progress, you're not recovering enough and or training intensely enough. Okay. Let's go balls deep. All right. Awesome. That's deep. All right, fam. Hit the like button. Let's get into some balls deep content. Love you, Beaches. Uh, let's see. Hopefully that helped a lot. Remember, if you want to get into this a lot more, get on the email list, get on the email list and, 
um, you will be getting a lot of this in your inbox, all right? Make sure that you are. Make sure that you're staying on that make email swole again dot Here we go. Balls deep. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. What we got here? Oh, gross. Let's see if we got any short ones. Balls deep. Let's scrape the bottom of the barrel. All right, I'm going to let you guys choose. Pick a number one, two, three, one through five. One, two, three, four, or five. Let's do a video or two. One, two, three, or five. What's in the box? One, two, three. Four or five. Ah, one, two, three, four, or five. Let's see. Sandra Lebrun, number two. Sandra Lebrun. <laughs> you are now. This one's called medical fat phobia. Of course it is. Of course it is. In dystopian news from the present, I'd like to tell you a story about medical fat bias. Hmm. I am a weight neutral provider and I work with people on emotional regulation and life Ew. skills. I Ew, I'm a weight-neutral provider? Yo, if you ever hear someone say that to you, run. I'm a weight-neutral provider. Well, sounds like people aren't getting any help from you. Weight-neutral provider. I'm just going to ignore the fact that your lifestyle habits are terrible and just make sure your feelings are taken care of. And, and life skills. I have a patient who has been hospitalized for weeks and who I just got back in touch with after she was on a ventilator and in the ICU. This is a patient in a larger body. Her troll of a pulmonary... It's a fat person. You're in a larger body. You're not stuck in it. You created it. You're create. You created it. God damn it. I don't know what it is about your face, but I want to deliver one of these right in your suck hole. Is there anything I can do to work on that? No, so you not wouldn't... really. It's your face. I'll just had the audacity to come into her room yesterday and give her a lecture about her weight. He had just gotten her NG tube, feeding tube, out that same day. Pulmonal just came in and told her, I think you need to lose somewhere between 100 and 200 pounds Facts. and you need bariatric surgery. Yikes. This is a person who is currently weaning off of a ventilator. It is totally ridiculous to suggest bariatric surgery or really any unnecessary surgery at this moment. Okay. He's doing fine. She is weaning off the vent really well. Sounds like and she's this doing great. was just a case of prejudice and awfulness by a doctor. Terrible. Maybe the doctor didn't mean like immediately. <laughs> yes, Chico. They never lie. I, I have a feeling there's a lot of missing context here. Hey, you need bariatric surgery right now. You know, a lot of that stuff doesn't mean instantaneously. I feel like there's a lot there that's something about her personality and the way she's talking makes me think that there's missing context there. Okay. Um, again, there's a difference between medical fat phobia and something that you just don't want to hear and the truth. So, you know, reality doesn't, fucking care whether or not you're your fifis <laughs> oh my god say what that was, uh, come on i gave it a uh, a 10 a 10 a fucking 10 all right pick a number one two three or four let's do another one or two what's in the box because we're not doing any of these videos tomorrow or the next day got a can of billy meat on monday Let's see. Ah, oh, thank you, Aaron, 9.2. Stefia, 9. Thank you, thank you. Matt, 
7.5. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate it. We haven't got a good ratings in a while. Um, there's always a French judge out there. Uh, 7.9. Thank you, thank you. Okay, let's go this one. Let's go with uh, book bookworm number four. Bookworm number four. Okay, though. All right, bookworm number four. So, and the reason why I choose someone is we know who to blame. Uh, this one looks like it's going to be an absolute train wreck. It says in the bottom corner, it says World Health Organization with the Rutgers Foundation. Oh, boy. Read subtitles. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, hold on a second. Oh, no, this is a... No, we can't do this one. No, this is a minute. This is really bad. But this is also... It's in a different language. You have to read the subtitles. Not good for a podcast. All right, so we're going to skip that one. I'm going to give you a default... Uh, number three, because you chose number four, we're going to do the next one. This is called, Ooh, it's called stripper thin privilege. Thank you. Bookworm. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. On Monday night at work, I got like the harshest privilege check I've gotten in a long time. And I'm actually very grateful for it. I was talking to a couple other dancers and one of them is a traveling dancer from Orlando. And the other is her friend who invited her to come to our club. And they were talking about inviting one of their other friends to come dance at our club to travel and dance at our club and my coworker who works at my club said something like oh yeah i gotta ask her if she has experience and tell her she needs to audition and i said oh well it's pretty easy to get hired at this club i think and the dancer from orlando looked me straight in my eyes and said it's easy for you because you're thin you could get hired anywhere I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I, from this angle, you could have fooled me. I don't know about that. And on Tuesday, her friend who works at my club regularly told me that the GM initially said no to her friend from Orlando. What is happening? She was too heavy. Oh, okay. Talk and about. I'm glad that that was brought to my attention because that's not something that I think of on a daily. What? the fuck was that what you just said what's the point of this you're a stripper no one wants to see a fat stripper what the fuck are you talking about god damn it what the fuck was that at no point what was that in your rambling incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought what was that what was that about everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to that stupid shit i award you no points and may god have mercy on your soul what was that who no one okay uh you're fat Oh my God, you didn't get hired to be a stripper in Florida? Oh, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I'm surprised you didn't get, oh my God, I didn't think about how I have, what, fuckability privilege? Like like you're not morbidly obese? You didn't look thin, by the way. I don't know where the shock was. I don't know what the point of that was. Wow. The owner of a strip club didn't hire a fat stripper. My mind's blown. My mind's blown. I'm surprised. Okay. Let's see. This one I'm going to take because Matilda is going to go ham on us, I suppose. This just sounds like something I'm going to hate. So let's watch this. Favorite things about being fat. This video could be 0.2 seconds. Could just be like a couple sobs. (gasps) Favorite things about being fat. 
a lot of you, you know, a lot of you have been really fat or more fat or morbidly obese or you are and you're losing weight, you're changing your habits, you're not buying into this victim bullshit. Is there anything beneficial about being fat? What do you think? All right. This person says, favorite things about being fat. Uh, let's go. Since we get accused of promoting obesity anyway. I- because you do. Stop acting like, well, since we begin, since we get accused, no one's accusing you. It's a straight up fact. All you fucktards are promoting obesity all the time. You're promoting it. Don't act like you're not. This is not like, well, we're not, but these people claim we are. Oh, shut up. It's like the groomers. And these woke tard instructors and teachers in like elementary schools that are trying to sexualize kids. Oh, we're not doing, you're telling us that we're grooming. We're not. And then stop talking about being trans to my three-year-old. Okay. Since we get accused of promoting obesity anyway, I thought I would just do it. So here are my favorite things. You're getting persecuted. And just to give you my credentials, I'm a size 22 and I have been fat my entire life. Wow. What credentials? credentials. Oh, we're treating it like you actually achieved something. All right. Two-time Oreo champ winner. You've been fat your entire life. Wow. Then you can really speak to it. We're, we're so grateful for your input. Same with 80% of the population. My favorite thing about being fat. And I think one of the best things is that nothing. I'm soft, squishy, and I smell really good. Well, I'll be damned. How about I send you a hobo's dick cheese? Ew, you're soft. Well, fucking gross. Ew. Ew. Ta-da! <laughs> Stefan, inventor of the Cheetogenic diet. <laughs> that was a good one. And I smell really good. I've never smelled canola oil. What does that have to do with anything? Ew. I, that, that second part is so cap. Like every time people That's cap as fuck, by the way. So like every time people hug me, I feel and smell like a marshmallow. My nieces and nephews tell me that I give the best hugs, and I know it's true. My whole body feels like a pillow. Oh, my God. I got two bean bags out front. They're comfortable, but they're also not human beings. My second favorite thing about being fat is the curves of my body. This is a Venus figurine dating back to the Paleolithic era, depicting the ideal feminine. That's not the ideal feminine, for fuck's sake. You're probably referring to maybe, (laughs) to what, um, the elite of the elite, right? The Egyptians, right? The pharaohs and stuff. They were like fat and they had bitch tits because... Only the elites could afford seed oils because they're hard to come by. There's like a lot of evidence pointing to that. Anyway. Bitch, I look like that. Not that you have to look like that to be the ideal feminine, but it's about fat people. So that's all that I have time for. But if you want more, let me know. Me heavy. All right. 
throwback time. Throwback, throwback, throwback. All right, here we go, Bish's throwback time. So I live in a larger body. I always have. You live in a larger body? It's time to move, motherfucker. It's sweating time. <laughs> I've struggled with an eating disorder. Um, I don't want to actively change my body. Smart. Perfect. Why would you want to change? Why would you want to improve? I'm super body positive, love my body, but then when I'm told that my cat is 13 pounds and is overweight, I freak out. 13 pounds? They call her the cat lady. My internalized fat phobia is literally transferring to my pets. No. Like, is this something else that people deal with? Yeah, it know. is. Maybe it's, it's just me. Well, it's not just you. It's all the fucking morons out there that are making these videos. It's not your, it's not your internalized fat phobia going to your cat. It's your terrible habits that you're passing on to your cat. Same way where people pass terrible habits on to their kids. So there's that. There's that. Jesus Christ. Yo, a 13-pound cat. Did I hear that right? 13 pounds? Uh, Pinkston Churchill, that's four and a half pounds. That's a big fucking cat. That's a fat fucking pussy. That's a fat puss. All right, hashtag swole slut for chance to right, right, Tainty Man? Right, Tainty Boy? He's just knocking all the cards off the wall. Naughty boy, you're going to get spanked for knocking all the cards off the wall. You're going to spank your little butt. You want a spanking? Tainty Spanks? Everyone's getting spanked. Everyone's getting spanked after the show. Spankings for everyone. You're going to get spanked, too. You're going to get a spanking. Don't give me side eye. Spank. Spank. All right. We got to. Yeah. You get spanked. You get spanking. You're going to get spanked. I want to hear another peep out of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Spank the taint. Spank the taint. Spank the taint. <laughs> Wax says, I want a spanking. All right. It's about to get out of, it's about to get out of hand. A chonky puss. All right. Here we go. We got a swole slut card to give away. My goodness, fam. Tomorrow is Ask Papa Solio Live. So any questions, go to askpapasolio.com. Submit. Submit your questions today. That way you don't miss out on being featured tomorrow. Beaches. All right. Here we fucking go. Swole card. Um, Falcon. Here we go. Swole slut. Swole slut. Uh, we got a winner. We got a winner over here in the Daily Swole Telegram chat. It's Joe. I love hashtag spank the taint. Joe is the winner of today's fucking Swole card. Congratulations, Congratulations. Joe. Congratulations, Joe. Send us an email to support at swolenormous.com. Swole card 2605 in the subject. Your mailing address in the body of the email. Yow. Good man. Yow. 
It's rigged. Oh, Michelle. Oh, yeah. They got the gorilla emoji. Very nice. Everyone, thanks for being here. Let us close this nut. We'll take some soundboard requests. Joe, if you got one, we'll feature you. Send us that email. We got a lot of swole cards going out soon, so. Oof. Is his last name Biden? <laughs> I think Spank the Taint's going to be an upcoming card. I think it's going to be Spank the Taint. 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 I like Spank the Taint. It's all bullshit. All of it. Well, I, I could be wrong, but I believe uh, diversity is an old, old wooden ship that was used during the Civil War era. Emotional damage. Thank you, Don. Good show, everyone. Thanks for being here. Go make some sick fucking games. Remember tomorrow, Ask Papa Swole Live. Are you not entertained? But then we have our accountability meeting on Monday. More releases. More. I got hairy legs. Making gains, taking names. Well, folks, I eliminate one tax loophole out of a trillion six hundred billion worth. For, uh, a trillion four hundred billion worth. Out of a billion four hundred million, excuse me, a trillion four hundred billion dollars. just in time coast to coast ah very nice fam thank you so much for being here fantastic if you are ready to join the fam today we talked a lot about the programming we announced the upcoming release of maximum swole we talked a lot about that man that thing's got to be fucking launched asap mm, maybe it's going to be interesting stay tuned i'm edging you guys really hard it's coming it's coming just like today's because coming everywhere. All right. So we'll be back tomorrow for the Sunday funny Q and a and submit your questions over there at askpapasolio.com. Call in, be ready for tomorrow. If you missed yesterday's overtime, go and check out the brand new drive mall gaining. If you go two miles down, you are you retarded. Retard, man. All right. We don't wish tragedy on anyone, 
But I mean, come on. Come on. What do you think is going to fucking happen? Come on. Where are the chances? Take care of yourself. Make smart decisions. Make some gains. Go to the gym. Eat some real food. Meditate. Go get some sun on your nips. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace, McGee's Deuce, McGoose. Your boy, Papa Swolio. Ooh, 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 ooh. Out. Crazy flow, need a straight jacket. Cash flow, I'm a bank addict. Six subs, had the bass smacking. Eight away, had the place clapping. Three girls is enough for me, so I pull out like the stock crashing, like an IPO trying to purchase me. This a private sector, so you can't have it. Faking all that boom babbing. Who you think you is, boy? Nineties want they sound back, so I give rap all these fake rappers as I take matters in my own hands. I don't need rapping, I don't need Zans. I don't need help, I'm a grown man. Now they can't laugh, then they so mad, it's like. Then y'all found out.